Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring the best animal communicator in the world, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. That's me. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as ones who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication as well as other service and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. Hey, Laura, do you have a holiday like gift cards or something? Do you yeah, gift certificate. Gift yeah, certificate. I do. Yeah, so you can get your loved one a gift certificate to speaking with the animals or talking to their higher self or talking to a deceased loved one. Are real popular on the holidays. Or a baby, that's right. Or the yeah. babies, too. Yeah, you um, can so, order those yeah. on my website. Yeah, go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com to order those for holidays because I think that would be like such an awesome and unusual gift. It'd be really special. It's so fun. And they have a year to redeem it, too. So they don't need to redeem it right away. I'm going to log on. <laughs> Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Suhara. Unfortunately, uh, Kendra and Deanna could not be on the phones today, so we have no phone screeners, just me. I'm all alone. But what's yeah, really exciting like- is it's your birthday. That's true it's my birthday and it's nancy's birthday who uh who um interviews all our guests and gets our guests for the show awesome so happy happy birthday birthday. out to nancy too yeah happy birthday to you and nancy everybody wish them well um what are you are you doing anything special yeah we're going to mary's secret garden tonight which is a (gasps) vegan restaurant i went there the other day you did isn't it so delicious (laughs) it was so good. <laughs> I know I can't. So wait. good. <laughs> I had the um they have like a the cilantro sandwich chicken or something. Well not real oh, chicken. Oh right. That's what that's what I get too. And I still yeah. get that also. It's so yummy. It's so yummy. I feel like and I'm total cheater eating all that deliciousness. Like glute, gluten gluten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know people think we're crazy. They're like, "Oh, you're eating vegan? <laughs> That's not unhealthy." But to me, in my mind, <laughs> I'm eating unhealthy. I know. You know. You know what's so amazing about that place is that I know a lot of meat eaters that go there and just like think it's amazing. Oh yeah, you know, because you you re- you really don't miss the meat at all. No, it's like, really I took, good. I my dad there, who's like totally like a steak kind of guy, you know. Mm. And and he just thought it was so delicious. He was like, you know, talking to the waitresses and like, <laughs> you know, like this is really good. I'm not going to tease my daughter for being vegan anymore. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, if anyone's ever in the Ventura, California area, Mary's Secret Garden, really great restaurant. Check it out. 
Okay, so let's take some phone calls. Um, first, okay. let's see who do we have. We have um, Kelly, who is Parker, a cat male that passed away. And uh, what is that? What kind of cat is that? Like a tabby? Is that what it's called? Yeah, no, the he's more like an one? Or, orange, maybe domestic short hair. I don't know. Maybe she'll know exactly what okay. to call him. But he's orange um, with white on his chest. He's very cute. Yeah. Hi, Kelly. Uh, you're on with um, Laura, and we're going to talk to Parker. What kind of cat is Parker? Hi there. He is just a domestic short-haired or kind of medium-haired cat. Mm-hmm. He was an adopted one, a rescue. And well, tell us, when cute. did he uh, pass away, and what's, what happened? He passed away February um, of 2012, almost two years ago. And he had had cancer that we were treating him for. And um, one morning he woke up and he passed away. So I think that he passed due to a clot because we were treating him. We thought we had about six to nine more months, and we didn't have that long. Oh, it's so hard. Okay, let's get Parker and see what he has to say to you. Is there anything in particular that you want to ask him or tell him? Um, Of course I want to tell him that I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Aww. The main thing I want to know is, is he okay? And mm-hmm. he okay with the treatments that we did, or had he want me to take him to the doctor, especially the day that he passed? Mm-hmm. Had he wanted you to take him to the doctor? Is that what you, you said? Yeah, had he wanted us to do uh, take him to the doctor the day that he uh, passed? Okay. Or was he okay with me letting him go? Okay. Hold on, let's get Parker. He says, I'm so glad my mom is reaching out. Because there's no fear in heaven. And I was scared before I died. I was thinking bodies shouldn't get like this. But you know what? What? I really enjoyed them taking care of me. They were really good caregivers. He said that there was a way that you used to, like, rub under his eyes or stroke his face that he really liked. Yes. And also under his, and also under his chin. Yes. There's a really kindness about them. And when they kissed me, they didn't put too much weight on me. So meaning that if you came to kiss him, you didn't, like, smother him. <laughs> <laughs> kissed him and then, like, backed off. It was, like, perfect for him. Oh, great. I want to tell my mom I didn't really suffer at the end. Okay. And I'm glad that they made the decision not to take me because I wanted to die at home. And it kind of felt like a falling into light. Uh, you know... You know, there was an interesting image that he gave me. You know that image of, like, like a waterfall with, like, with like the sun streaming down on the waterfall and the mist right where the water, where the light and the waterfall hits the, the pond? Yes. Do you, know, do you know that sort of, that's sort of what he gave me of like where he went or like what it looked like when he went, which is interesting. It is. I want to tell them something else. 
I'm glad that they fought for me. And he's also giving me the impression, too, that when you took him for treatment and when the vet would suggest things to you, it, that you really trusted your intuition, that you didn't just go with everything, that you kind of look at him and sort of, I don't know if you, like, actually consciously spoke to him about his treatments or if it was just like you were unconsciously or, or just so naturally communicating with him about what should, what should you do and what shouldn't you do. And he felt, like, um, very involved in that which is really nice. We talked we talk to him. I, I mean, he I did. always talked to him. He was, like, he understood everything I said. Yeah. He was my That's so good. And some people are nervous to do that when they're in the vet because they're worried that that's going to um, make them look strange or something. But he really sort of gave me that you gave him that time in the vet's office. That's, did that's he really nice. He, he understood he was sick. Oh, yeah, he definitely understood he was sick. I mean, that, he understood exactly what was happening to him, yeah. Mom, I want to tell you I love you. Thank you for always being there with me. And know that I'm still with you. He looks like he's clawing next to you or he's scratching something next to you. No? Yeah, like he, like sometimes he hangs out with you, but I see him doing that kind of scat, that cat scratch and then knead, or that cat stretch and then scratch. Yeah. He used to do that. You know what he's talking he about? Did, yeah, he actually used to sit on my chest and do that, make muffins. Oh. That's when I would oh, stroke him. Okay. His. Yeah, so that's what he's saying he's doing to you. Aw, that's so sweet. He's okay. I'm great, Mom. Really, I am. It's really rare for them not to be okay. They, because what's so amazing about the other side is that they can have the sense of being with us whenever they want. So they don't have that intense longing that we have for them when they pass because whenever they want to feel that moment of being with us, they can feel that. So it's a beautiful place. It's very rare that they're not okay. And that's what I wondered is, are they able to to visit us or know what's going on in our current life? Or yeah. does he only know what he family was like when he passed? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, to an unbelievable extent, they know what's going on in our life now. I mean, and even when they were alive, you know, most of them can do that too, sort of see the big picture of things. So, yeah, just like anyone who's passed away, they can look down at your life and see the big picture of things. So because our family has changed, he sees that. He says to you to keep fighting for the animals. Mm, keep work, I do. Keep, keep working it. Is there one that needs extra help in your family? Um, we have, we actually have one that we lost for a month and we have, he's got, he's come oh. back after five Oh, right. Oh, that's so neat. We're going to talk to another dog on the show that, that, that happened to. Oh, great. Um, yeah. I well, think one, the, oh, I just, one more thing for Parker, um, with his ashes, does he want those somewhere else? Okay, hold on. 
He says he wants you to decide, but he wants them near dirt. Okay. I can do that. In Thank you, Kelly. Dirt. Thanks, Kelly. Thank thanks you for calling much, in. Guys. Thanks, Thank bye. You. And thanks, Parker, for calling in as well. Really so from, cute. From up there, out there. I know, I always want to call it heaven, but some people have a problem with that word. So yeah. the other side, out there, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Different dimension. Right. <laughs> um, I just want to say I'm really happy to be back. We took a break for two weeks, and um, I, know. I know you're still kind of sick a little bit, but I'm so glad to have you back, and I'm sure everyone else Thank is, too. Thank you. I am so glad to be back, too. It feels so good. <laughs> I know. It seems like forever. Yeah, I know. Right. Okay, so our uh, let's go to our next caller, which is, Pat Wing with Bijou, and let's uh, talk to Pat. So Bijou went away for a while. Is that right, Pat? That's right. Yes. Uh huh. Um, so um, tell us what happened. Where 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 did he go? Or you know, for how okay, long? Okay. Well, it it you know it had a happy ending, but it was um, very scary for me. Uh, my little dog is a Papillon. I I don't know if your callers know they're very small he's he weighs between eight and ten pounds and uh they're extremely lively little dogs very intelligent uh he right now is a little bit nervous sitting at my feet because there's a dog outside so you might hear him bark which is very very (laughs) typical of him um he's pretty nervous but he's also amazingly wonderful companion sits at my feet walks with me through the house never leaves my side (laughs) And that, that's kind of a Papillon thing. They're sort of like Velcro. Um, anyway, I went to my daughter's wedding in Oakland. I live in Ojai, and I live out on the East End, which is really near Thatcher School. Um, and, and wait, before I continue, Laura, I'm very happy that you're well. Just wanted to say that. Oh, and are, thank are you, you okay? That's so sweet. Thank you. Yes. I'm yeah, okay. I'm still bad okay. a little bit, but I'm getting rid of it oh i hear i hear lots of people with that um i'm a retired nurse so i get a lot of calls yeah anyway thank you um well so i worked up at thatcher school for many many years as a nurse so my dog knows the area uh he was up there on the campus with me for two years when i went away i left him with a dog sitter who i did not know well I thought I had communicated to her, both in writing and in, in words, never let him off leash because he will bolt and run. That has been his tendency his whole life. He has sort of a fear reaction to things. When he's fearful, he runs. That's his way of of dealing with his fear. <laughs> anyway, um, long story short, I was gone. I got an email from the, the dog sitter uh, bad news, Bijou is gone. I finally got a hold of her. We talked, and what had happened was she took him on a hike up at Thatcher Campus, and uh, there's a canyon up there, Horn Canyon. The hike went well. They got back to the car, and in her words, I guess she wanted to give him some freedom. She took him off leash, and, of course, he bolted. And when he bolts, he runs like a 
a bullet. You cannot even see him. In 10 seconds, he's gone. You don't have any idea where he is. This has happened to me several times. Um, He bolted. They looked and looked and looked. They could not find him. Um, Unfortunately, she didn't let me know till the next day, and I have many contacts up at Thatcher, so we could have had people looking for 24 hours, but... So I said, well, let's put up a flyer, and she did. She put a flyer up and down Thatcher Road and all over the neighborhood. It was on the Animal Kingdom uh, website, and I was unable to get back for another four or five days. Um, By the time I got back, I had reconciled to myself that that there's no way a nine-pound papillon can live through four nights on the East End. We have... Coyotes right across the street from me is a den of coyotes. Uh, we have mountain lions. We have everything you can think of, bobcats. Anyway, um, I got home on a Thursday night. He had disappeared on Sunday. Um, I was about ready to get in bed, and I was feeling very sad when I got in the house because there was his leash and his dish, and no, my my little dog was gone. I left the front door light on, sort of hopeful, you know, who knows, because I'm home now. Not a person had seen him, heard from him, not a peep for five days and four nights. And I'm getting ready to turn in, and I heard a little thump on the front door. And I um, thought, now that's my cat. But, of course, I looked around, and my cat was in the house. So I kind of didn't pay attention. I heard another little thump. Now, mind you, he didn't bark. I guess he was protecting himself. And I went and looked out the door, and there is my bedraggled Papillon. He he came home, and he somehow knew I was home. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I had people looking for him. I live on a property where there are many cottages. So if he had come to the property somebody would have seen him and so my question to you laura is where the heck was he what did (laughs) he do how could this little guy who's so fearful of everything have the courage there's one more little tiny bit to the story uh the next day a friend called me about a half a mile away and said he had been seen thursday night at 10 o'clock and he showed up at my house at 10.30. So he flew through the orchard to the house. I'm thinking maybe he heard my car from way over there. He has supersonic hearing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited He was pretty dirty, and he was pretty... He was in shock, you know, for a good two days. Uh, couldn't even pick him up. He tried to bite me. But he, oh, was, really? he was home. Yeah, he was in shock. And oh, I just left him alone. And, and Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's just so amazing that he was in that kind of shock and he was able to come home. Because a lot of the times they're in that type of shock and you, they could be, you could walk by them in the bushes and they're too scared yeah. to come out. You wouldn't even know they're yeah. there. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, he's very courageous, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get him and ask him, like, where were you? What were you doing? And how did you know mom okay. was home? Yeah. Okay, Bijou, your turn. Tell us the story. What happened? 
He said he got like fire running. What does fire running mean, Bijou? What does that mean? It means that I was running like a jet. Yeah, it sounds like you were running like a jet. Mm-hmm. And I got into bushes. And when I got in the bushes, I got stuck. And I was in all these brambles. And I didn't know what to do, so I just lied down. And I heard people calling me. But I thought, no, I'm not coming. Because I didn't want to come out. And when night came, there were really scary noises. And every time, like, a bush cracked, I got even more scared. And then my stomach got hungry. And my mouth got dry. And I thought, I need to go get something. And I ate poop. I ate coyote poop. Whoa. And then he looks like he drank out of something. Maybe it was like a puddle of water in the orchard, but it looks like a puddle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I knew where home was. Mm -hmm, I knew mm -hmm. the direction. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone was frantic. And I don't like frantic. So I said, I'm staying here until mom comes home. Oh. Mm -hmm. But you were far away from mom, it sounds like. Well, yeah, but I knew where I was, though. And then I heard some noises. And I saw a big, hairy animal. It looks like a bear. And they smelled me. It looks like he was in, like, um, like you know, um, have you ever seen where, like, the wood rats, they kind of make, like, this little, like, wooded nest? Uh-huh. You know, have you ever mm-hmm. seen that? It kind of looks, yeah. I don't know if he was actually in something like that, He, but he looks like he's in something like that, and it mm-hmm. looks like a bear smelled his trail. And just mm-hmm. was kind of looking at him. But what didn't have the intention to do anything with him, but it mm-hmm. was scary. Mm-hmm. I see the eyes and the nose of the bear and the and the um, arm and the paws of the bear. Very interesting because I saw bear scat over here in our orchard not long ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did, yeah. So you yeah. saw him. Yes, and a couple but, years ago a bear came in the yard and... Bijou barked at him, and the bear oh. looked very respectful and turned around and left. <laughs> oh, my little Bijou, tiny when, guy. So yeah, maybe Bijou, when you, yeah, let me ask him if he barked. Did you bark at the bear, Bijou, when you saw him? No, I was quiet. Uh huh. Because I know you have to be quiet in the wilderness. You have to be quiet. Because the howling dogs will get you then. Isn't that interesting, the howling dogs, which are the coyotes? Mm-hmm. That's right, Bijou. You're so smart. I knew Mom came home because I could hear her getting settled. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I miss my Bijou. 
Were you making tea or something? Do you make tea at night? Because I think yes, he sees I made you tea. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made tea. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. he sees you doing that. So what was happening was that he was so connected to you telepathically that he mm-hmm. could see you doing that routine, and then he's like, uh-huh. "Oh, okay." Mhm. And I ran home, and I was so excited. Mhm. I didn't see one coyote. That's good. Mm-hmm. He said he saw like a tortoise too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know where the tortoise would be, but <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you saw a tortoise, you? My goodness, what an adventure! I like my mom a lot. My mom should take me when she goes away now. Well, maybe <laughs> since your pet sitter, she'll just keep you on leash now. You know, that will be for sure. You'll always be on leash. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I can't believe he came back. That's like the most amazing story. That's it, so it's cool. so amazing. Oh. Yeah. It's just so, yeah. I'm so, was so, you know, I just was in disbelief myself. Yeah. And wow, and then he's all the way home, too. Yeah. I think he ran and then hid, and he didn't travel much within those next couple of days. I think he that's true. To... He was he was this not, was. you know, there wasn't a scratch on him, and he didn't have, he was dirty, but he didn't have, he had some little stickers on him, but not like he had been out, you know, like you say, running and running in the woods somewhere. I think he found a place and hunkered down. Yeah, exactly. I think what you're saying is just exactly right. Mm-hmm. So cute. What a brave little guy. What a brave yeah. little guy. Yeah. Pat, he has I'm so happy that maybe you came you can, back um, for you. Ask him one more question. He is very afraid of we have dogs that work with some workmen on our property, and right now he's shivering because they're back there with the dogs. And like I say, to be so courageous to to survive for five days and four nights, and yet he's terrified of the dogs, Um, is there anything we can tell him to calm down? Bijou, well, the one thing we'll tell him is that you won't allow him to be around any dogs that are not friendly so that that mom's always going to protect you and that those Mm -hmm. dogs, they're okay to be around. And especially when you're in the house, you're safe and that he should do his calming signals, which are blinking his eyes, licking his mouth, yawning, looking and looking mm-hmm. away, stretching. Mm-hmm. He should do mm-hmm. those instead of being wide-eyed and mouth-closed to blink and be a little bit relaxed, and that will help him. And just know okay. you, your, your mom is going to keep you safe and that you're definitely safe inside because he doesn't want to be shooken. You're not going to mm-hmm. be shooken, honey. Mom's going to make sure of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you just just trust trust that you and your mom are a team, and she's going to protect you that way. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. You wanted to know if they'll come in the house, but they won't. No, they don't come in the house. That's what I tell them all the time. They're not going to come in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can say they're going to stay outside because really that's probably we always want to. Um, um, picture everything that we say, and so we want to try and stay away from saying negative. Sometimes I do okay. it, um, but we mm-hmm. want to try not to. 
So they're going to stay outside. Yes, and yeah. And you're sick inside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, Pat, thank you so much for coming on oh, the show. Oh, thank and you. Yes, I'm very glad to talk to you, and it helps so much. Oh, and we'll, um, so we, we so hope neat. you continue to do your good work. It's great. Thank you, Pat. That's sweet of you. Okay. All right, little you Enjoy your mom. Thanks a lot, Laura. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Pat, you feel well. Bye. Oh, Sorry. thanks, Pat, for sharing Bye, your kid. story. That's so great. I know. So rare. I know. What a, I mean, it's so neat how connected he was with his mom and he knew when his mom was home. Yeah, and that she was making tea. I know. It's so Like, cool. how crazy is that? <laughs> I know. So neat. So this morning, for like hours, I've been like researching pet food. All morning, yeah. my dog Fenway, the Aussie Doodle, has allergies, and so I've been trying to find a good food um, that's you know that's affordable. And I found really great, great brands like Stella and Chewies and Primal on PetFlow.com, oh, which is right. awesome. PetFlow.com right. is a leader in the pet food delivery services, and they offer um, all kinds of uh, pet food and pet supplies from over 150 leading pet brands. And uh, they get, you know, you can get it delivered right to your door, which is so great so because convenient. I'm so busy now. And it's just there, you know. Waiting I know, and I you. stock up so I get big boxes so I don't have to load it in the car and then bring it in the house. Uh, it just shows up on the doorstep. That's so awesome. Um, and you can also do a reoccurring shipping option and you can uh, get your delivery scheduled. So it comes, you know, comes to your door like every month. So you don't have to keep ordering it. It just shows up and it pulls it out of your credit card and it's really, really easy. And you don't have to make any more last minute trips to the store. There's all these discounts each day up to 80% off. And uh, you can go to petflow.com slash pet psychic and use that code um, petflow.com slash pet psychic to get free shipping on orders above $39 site wide. No exclusions. So go to petflow.com today to order all your pet food and pet supply needs. I did go to the Daily Doorbusters today, and there's a couple really, really great um, treats and toys and um, sales going on. They even have a stuffed animal menorah, for those of you who celebrated Hanukkah. They have a sale. They do. How cute is that? (laughs) They do. It's really cute. (laughs) All right, so next caller, we're going to talk to Latasha and Sam. Um, Sam has not been feeling very well lately. Um, Latasha, tell us, um, he has congestive heart failure. Is that what he's been diagnosed with? Yes. Um, He's 14 and a half years old. Um, He's had a number of different health problems, but now he's recently been diagnosed with congestive heart failure, and He's been really weak. Um, he can't eat on his own anymore. And the only thing that he'll eat is rotisserie chicken or lunch meat, which I know isn't good. But we don't really know what, what else to do at this point. So 
Um, I posted his picture on your guys' Facebook page. Yeah. So I just wanted to know what we can do to make him more comfortable. Um, does he want to live or does he want to go to heaven? And what can we get him to eat? Okay. Okay, let's get Sammy. And he's like a little rat terrier? Yeah. All right? Yeah. Okay. All right, Sammy. How you feeling, little bud? I don't feel so good. I feel congested in my nose, too. And my eyes throb. And I don't feel like eating. And I don't feel like swallowing. He kind of has that sick feeling where, like, you just don't have an appetite. Yeah, he's lost yeah. his appetite. It's been quite a battle um, the past couple months to get him to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not like a burning in the stomach feeling. It's just like he just doesn't have it. You know when they talk about me dying? If I die, will I be able to see them? You will. You'll be able to see your family from the other side. Will they be able to know I'm there? Sometimes they'll know you're there, and sometimes they may not. But you, as the longer you're there, the stronger you'll get. And so you can give them more signs that you're there, and they'll pay attention. I want them to know I'm there all the time. Maybe they will, Sammy. It's sort of like a process. You know what? If I die, will I go to the grandpa man? Because the grandpa man keeps telling me to go with him. So the grandpa man could be somebody that's either like would be his grandpa, like his people's um, dad, or it could be their grandpa. Mm. And, um, and it doesn't necessarily need to be anybody that Sammy has ever met um, or even someone that, that they have even thought about in a long time. But what they're saying is that that man, that, grant, that man is on the other side saying that they'll take care of Sammy when he gets there. And I keep seeing a pipe. I think he smoked a pipe. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. I'll have to ask my dad. Yeah. Yeah, ask him if his dad smoked a pipe. Well, um, my both of my dad's, um, his dad and his stepdad are still alive. So maybe oh, it's a great-grandfather, maybe? It could be. It could be. Or it could be one of their brothers, like a like an uncle of his. Okay. He's our good friend. I've seen him around us a lot. And he smokes flavored pipes. Maybe they'll know who he is. And maybe the grandpa man is just telling the age or the generation, you know, and it could be like a friend mm-hmm. of the family. Okay. But, yeah, you could. we would probably go with him, Sammy, if he's around you and he looks like a nice man. Yeah, he would take care of you. I don't want anything to eat. And I'm kind of getting ready to go. I don't have much energy to get up and move that much anymore. 
and I don't really enjoy life so much because I have a headache and everything hurts in my head. Well, what about your heart, honey? Does your heart hurt you at all? What does that feel like? Just like it's hard to move in the front. And when I go to heaven, will they do? Will they give me a needle? Yes, right. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If we do put him to sleep, it would. But tell him it would be. It would be really quick. Yeah, it would be quick. You'd get one shot probably to put you to sleep, and then you'd get another shot that would help your spirit leave your body. I'm getting closer. I like things to lick, like sauces and stuff, but I don't like things to chew. Maybe baby food would be good for him. Okay. Um, yeah, we've tried wet dog food taste of the wild, but we'll, um, I'll try baby food too. I mean, does he want to continue living on, does he want to continue living now and pass away on his own, or does he want us to make the choice for him to go to heaven? He says he wants to make the choice, but he wants to make it soon. So what he's saying is that he will look at them and they will know. So he'll make the decision when he's ready to go and they will see it in his eyes. My family will? Yep. Okay. And, you know, tell him that he's going to be reunited with Bo and Mo. You've talked to both of them and those were his buddies. Yeah, I would like that. I want to make the decision. I'll okay. tell them. Okay. He's getting closer for sure. One of the other things that I notice about him, because congestive heart failure, a lot of times they have a lot of pain in the chest. But what's uh-huh. interesting about him is he doesn't feel it that much, which I feel like he's sort of leaving his body some already. Okay. Like he's, like he's, um, sort of outside of himself, like disassociating himself from the pain. Yeah. We can already tell that he's, you know, getting close. We don't know how much more longer he's going to live for. I mean, I'm supposed to come down on Christmas, Christmas Eve, and, I mean, I just hope that, you know, he's still alive then. But if he decides that he wants to go to heaven before then, I mean, that's okay, too. Hmm. Did you hear? Did you hear? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Because she said goodbye to me already. Is that true? I kind of did, yeah, the last time we were down because my family said we don't know how much more longer he's going to live for. So they told me yeah. to kind of say my goodbyes. It's just, you know, it's I, really hard. I wouldn't be it's, surprised if it's in the week or so. I wouldn't be. Okay. Is there I anything else? Like- that he would like before he passes away? Anything that he would like us to do or anything he wants to tell us? Or He says he likes cake frosting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I like pets down my back. Which is... And I like just to be talked to. I like time together but not too much holding. I don't feel like going out too much. He doesn't feel like doing too much. No, he doesn't have very much energy for what my yeah. my parents say. Okay. No. 
Oh, Tasha, hard. You know, he, yeah. uh, he's, he's, he's was like, we got him when my brother was 13 and I was 16. And, um, I mean, oh. I even snuck him into my dorm in college on spring break and smuggled him in my laundry because <laughs> I wanted oh. him there. And I took him to the beach for the first time. And he met Richard on our first date. And I, and I knew that Richard was a keeper because Sam liked him. And animals are a good <laughs> judge of character. And he was the only person who would, who would throw his slobbering monkey. Uh, nobody else would touch it, but Richard picked it up. That's one of the first things he did. And I said, man, I'm like, that guy's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, no. just let him let him know that we love him so much, and that you know he's he will always continue to be part of our lives even after he's gone. Did you hear that, Sammy? Tell my sister something for me. He said what? Now? I feel like he says that he feels like you get to be more of a beautiful person as time goes on. She's just always caring, and she's blossoming into a powerful woman, (laughs) and she makes really good decisions boldly. Wow. That's so so sweet. That's so sweet. Latasha, thank you so much for calling us. Thank you so much, and um, Laura, I'm so happy to hear that you're feeling better, and happy birthday. Thanks, Latasha. Thanks. Thanks. We'll be and thank you so much, Tammy. Yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the closure. I really appreciate it. My family Aww. does too. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Take yeah. care, Latasha. Bye. 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 Uh, so Latasha. Oh, I I love her. She's so great. She's um she's I been know. a caller and um since day one, I think. Yeah, she's the one that has all the, the uh, I was going to call pigs. them the gerbils, but they're not gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. I know. Love she's those great. guinea pigs. <laughs> okay, uh, our next caller is uh, Midge, who has two new pups. They're uh, Keys Hound pups named, uh, I think, Kesha and Corey. And she's wondering if they're reincarnations of Bo and Winnie who said um, that they might come back to her. So I think you may have spoken to them before. Um, So, Midge, tell us. Okay, so Bo and Winnie were your dogs that passed away. Yes. And how long ago was that? Um, Bo passed away last April and Winnie passed away last October. They were both over 11 years old. And um, I did talk to Laura one time, actually twice since they passed. Mm -hmm. And my two new puppies who were born January 17th, and they're like going on 11 months old now, um, Keisha and Corey, they are the same breed as Bo and Winnie were and their brother and sister. And I'm wondering if Bo and Winnie were reincarnated of one of them or both of them. Could oh, my gosh. And, and so what is your feeling about them? Do you notice anything anything similar about them? Or? Um, Bo, they look completely different because Bo and Winnie were actually large K-sounds and Keisha is the smallest dog I've seen. She's the smallest K-sound I've ever seen. And, uh, 
Corey does look quite a bit like Bo, and actually everybody accidentally calls him Bo, even at the vet. Oh. <laughs> um, and he has... He has come to me when I call him, though. Um, Keisha. Oh, you're kidding. That's so weird. No, no. I mean, not all the time, but sometimes when he's sitting yeah. away from me, and if I call Corey, he doesn't look at me, and then I'll say, Bow, and he'll look right at me. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, so and he weird. hangs out. Yeah, he hangs out the window like, like Bo did, and, um, Keisha, I don't, I don't know. Um, half the time it seems like she has some traits like Winnie, and then half the time not. And I know that they can share a soul with another, yet they have like a braided soul. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out, if they can or not. Um, I, I mean, I guess anything is possible, but I haven't seen enough of that. Um, to really come to my own conclusion about whether that can happen or not. But I mm-hmm. do believe that when they come back, that they don't necessarily bring all their traits of their past life because they're, they're lear- it's a different life. They're learning different lessons. And right. they could have evolved on the other side. And so, they can- so a shy dog that was once shy could be brave in, in this life because maybe they did some work on the other side. So, um, okay. I wonder about that breeding of a soul because sometimes I look at my horse and I think it's kind of like all three of my past horses, but you know, is that just me just seeing those characteristics or are those, those animals on the other side just coming in for a moment or, or talking to her saying, do this, you know? So, Mm -hmm. you know, well, I know when you talk, when you had talked to them, you had, um, they had said that they were going to try um, to, to come back. To come to back. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so let's talk to them. And so uh, the new ones, just so I get this right, are Corey, right, who's the male, yeah. right, and Keisha, mm-hmm. who's the female. And yep. And, and remind me this, which is the bigger one and which is the smaller one? Keisha's the tiny one. And Keisha's Bo, um, yeah, Corey looks Corey. like Bo, but he has legs like a giraffe. We call him a giraffe. <laughs> He's got really long legs for a key film. Okay. And also, like, the thing is about reincarnation, which is so tricky, is that they're kind of like they can be like us, too, sometimes. Like, we don't remember all of our past lives. And so sometimes uh-huh. they come back into a life and they have to learn certain lessons. And so that past life is not necessarily integrated into this life until after a year or after a while. So they might have some memories of being the past dog, but not full, like, consciousness. Like, yes, I was that dog. Where others are like, yes, I was that dog, and they have all the memories of the past life. Some don't. Uh I I have one that's a reincarnation, and he remembers a little bit of his past life, but he doesn't remember everything. But as time goes on, he remembers more and more, and he'll say, like, did we go to this place, and did we do this, and did I, was I like this? And, and I'm like, wow, you know, it's coming more, and he's three now. So I'm seeing uh-huh. more of it later. So, um, so it's pretty it's, – it's pretty com- reincarnation is really complex is what, I, what I'm learning. It's not so black and white. Um, let's ask them. So let me get Corey. Hold on. I'm definitely Bo. It is. I remember. I remember everything. But I play differently in this life. 
feel I feel like I I feel like I'm more coordinated. Is he? He's more what? Coordinated? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, he does have different traits, like jumping up on the sofa and sitting on the arm of the sofa, and and never did that. But the car thing oh. is like is spot on. Hmm. I'm really, really enjoying this life. So you know what both. I got? I gotta say, I'm both, and they know that I'm both because they even see the same twinkle in the eye. Yep. Yep. I move my head the same way sometimes. Yes. He so does. it's like yeah. the way he looks at you. And then he said um, that he that there's something different about the food that he gets now. Yes. He has, <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. Because yeah. in his last, as Bo, he, um, they didn't eat dog food. They didn't like dog food, so they always ate chicken and rice and sweet potatoes and things like that. And then, oh. and then as Corey, we're trying not to, not to do that so much. So he does eat dog food. But he also gets he also gets people food. He also gets like fried eggs and hot dogs and oh, things he shouldn't sure. get. <laughs> right. But he has eaten dog food but in his last life they didn't eat dog food. And he said also that he gets up on the lap. He gets up what? Uh, on the lap. So he's saying he's good at stretching out on your lap. Is he doing yes. that too? He is, he is a lap dog. He's a 40, 40 something pound lap dog. He <laughs> he has to sit on you. He sits on Bill. He sits on me. And Bo didn't as much. You know, the, Corey is like he has to be on you. Oh, so yeah. Cool. Bo, okay. And, and Corey is like my dog, and Keisha is more. My husband is more attached to my oh, husband, which is like when he was when he was his girl. Okay, so let's see what about Keisha. Keisha, honey, what about you? Are you a reincarnation of Winnie? Of course I am. But I'm braver in this life. I'm much braver. And I'm faster. Is that true? Yes. She is faster. She says she's smarter because she sees things at a distance. So um, it's like she's seeing things in her like that's her in her environment farther away. Uh huh. Because and my dad. Oh, she she says a little. Her, her what? What were you saying? No, I was just saying she. Keisha's just personality-wise quite a bit different. She has like a little independent. Well, Winnie, she's a little bit. She's just a little bit different personality-wise. Mm, yeah, maybe that independence is because she's watching farther. Like, she's paying attention more to the outside environment, too. So uh-huh. she's not as focused on just what's right there. And she said her dad scratches her the same way. Yeah, she I does. Which I still enjoy. Yes. Yeah, she's a daddy's girl. She's very, like, overly protective of him. She doesn't really want Corey near him. <laughs> when, uh, when he gets... I'm sorry to stop you guys. Um, Midge, I just want to know, how does that feel to know that they're oh, your reincarnated so, pets? It feels so good. Did you, I, you knew, I pretty though, much right? Knew, I, knew, I knew it was Bo, but I wasn't 100% sure if it was Winnie. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, well, congratulations. 
Thank you. And I want to wish you a happy birthday, Laura. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that they that they you know okay. they have come back again. I know it's like a miracle. I think they're such miracles when that happens. That's yeah, so amazing. it is. Well, thank it you is. so much for calling us and sharing your story. Thank you. Thanks. Wow, that is amazing that the two of them come back to the new two. I know. Isn't that amazing? I, that is so the universe just blows my mind. It's yeah. Just, just like, you know, and as you watch them grow and stuff and you see more and more of it, it just, it just like opens up your heart to like, wow, like we are so yeah. connected and in these amazing ways, it just, yeah. Life means something more, I think. I know. I, I just don't think our brains can really comprehend the vastness of it all. No, no, they definitely can't. They definitely yeah. can't. Okay, so we have uh, an email here today from Mary LeBron. Um, we have a stray tabby that she got um, and she found, and he has gotten a lot done this week, neutered, rabies, distemper shots. And he started kind of attacking her, biting and scratching. And she says, please, if you can connect with him about his inappropriate behavior, I do tell him to lick, yawn, and blink his eyes. So she's doing all the right things, but uh, what's going on? Okay. And what we're going to tell him, too, that instead of, like, if something's going on with him and he wants to communicate that biting and scratching Mm -hmm. is not the right way and that he could hiss instead or he could bat with no claws, and so he can give her a cue another way that maybe she's hit a wrong spot in his back or something. So um, it's good to kind of give him another option of what can he do to let her know not to touch him in a certain spot. So what do you mm-hmm. say, little guy? What mm-hmm. do you say? I love her. I mean, she's, like, really awesome. She, like, talks to me all the time. And she looks at me with such care. And sometimes she talks and talks. And I don't know what she's saying. But I'm just happy she's talking to me. Oh, that's so sweet. You like her. So do you know that sometimes she gets scared of you because you bite her or swat at her? How come you do that? She touches me mean. Sometimes she puts too much pressure on me. And also sometimes I get really excited and I just need to bite her. Huh, so it's like there's something in his body that as she's stroking him, his energy gets amped. And he doesn't mm-hmm. know what to do with that energy, so he bites. Um, he needs so to honey, hiss. Yeah, you need to hiss instead, okay, because your teeth are really, really harmful. They can really hurt her. And yeah, I believe your she, wrote, she so. wrote that he hurt her, actually. Like, she's, he, she scratches and, you know. Yeah. So you really need to hiss instead and walk away. You need to, to, instead of going after them, you need to walk away, all right? What can we do to make me calmer in my body? Do you know how your mom's been telling you to lick and yawn and blink your eyes? And lots of stretches. Maybe lots of stretches would help you. Yeah. I try to stretch up because really he could, 
use an adjustment. But I believe she said that he's sort of like a stray that she's taking care yeah. of. So that might not be something that she can mm-hmm. do with him. But yeah. so he can do lots of stretches himself and he can really think in your head about having that pain go away and, and maybe you can like stretch it out of you. Yeah. Or I could play it out. I like to play. Yeah, you could play it out or roll back and forth on your back. But the main thing is, is when your mom's talking to you and when she's pets you, when you're asking for pets and she really wants to pet you, when you start getting, like, anxious like that, you have to make sure that you lick and yawn and turn away. And you can hit at her to say to get your hand away. But no yeah. biting. biting. No biting. Bad. I understand, he says. I understand. Good. Oh, well, I hope that helps, Mary, and uh, keep us posted. Please email us back. And for those of you who would like to email us, you can email us at petpsychicradio at gmail.com and always include a photo, if you can, of the animal and tell us your story, and maybe you will be on the email portion next time. Um, Now it is time for Words of Wisdom from Storm King and Friends, and I would like to ask Stormy something special. Okay. Um, Stormy, is there anything you and your animal family would like to say to your mom for her birthday? Oh, isn't that nice? Stormy, honey, did you hear what I said? Is there anything you want to say to me for my birthday? Let's do a special walk outside. Is that it? (laughs) And also my birthday wish for you. That you get to play with your horse. And that when you play and with me and massage me, you enjoy it. I think that's more for you than, than me. Yeah, that's not a birthday present or a birthday wish. That's like you a... know why? <laughs> because this morning I normally walk the dogs, but Jim walked them for me. So I could yeah. like, wake up a little later. So he's like, hey, it's your birthday. Hang out with me. And But yeah. I did play with Jubilee this morning. So. Aww. Oh, you're so fun. And I wish all your dreams come true. Thank you, Stormy. That's great. That is so sweet. Well, happy, happy birthday, Laura. Yes, and I want to tell you all that Stormy has this column, and you have to check it out on my website. You go to the blog page, and uh, I post it on our Facebook page, too. And he is getting, his column is getting very popular. And uh, if you want to ask, Stormy a question, you can write in, but that is only to ask advice from Stormy, not to have him talk to your animals. But yeah. um, It's like but Dear it's Abby, very... but it's a Dear Stormy column. Exactly. Exactly. That so is write awesome. Dear Stormy. Well, it's the end of our show. I just want to take a moment and do a fly high dedication moment to Boo the cat, who is a close friend of ours, who passed away over the holiday. And uh, Gracie the dog, and um, wish them well on their journey high upwards. So sweet. Yes. Fly high, my friend. Fly high. All right, tune in next week to the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Um, Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com, facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio, and we'll see you all next week. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. She can talk to the animals.